Welcome to the Pointing It Out podcast. I am Megan Holmes here at the Needlepoint Clubhouse in St. Louis, Missouri. And I am Melissa McLeod at the Wool and the Floss in Gross Point, Michigan. We have been Needlepoint besties for a number of years now, and we love talking about all things Needlepoint. It's true. And whether we're talking about our friends in the industry or chatting about tips and tricks that we've learned over the years, we are just here to keep you company while you stitch. For the visual version of this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube at Pointing It Out Podcast. I think we're there. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It was a long day today. I was playing mom today, so it's been kind of a crazy day, but um, but I'm here. I'm good. What's up? We were busy today. We had, um, I don't know if you know Sheena James. She does Sheena's Sweet Stitches, uh, which is a blog. talked about her before, but I don't know. I don't know if you know friends with Cheryl Timko, um, who's all over Needlepoint Nation. She's the sweetest, sweetest gal. And so Sheena lives in Cleveland, which is like a two and a half hour drive from here. And okay. so she um, has some health issues, so she hasn't been much, many places. And so she called me and said, I'd love to come up. We're just going to come up for the day. And so I, you know, we're, we're closed, sh- shortened hours. So I had her come after we closed. So it was like a little, hopefully safe, secure bubble for her. So she came and she was, it was so fun to meet her because I, I Aww. knew her friend Cheryl because we're taking classes together. And so I felt like I knew her between her blog and my connection with Cheryl. And it was just really, really fun. And nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm always sad when I'm not in the shop. I always, I need a little break to recharge, but I'm always sad because it's, I mean, truly, it's so fun. It's such a joy to, like, be in the shop and meet people and help people out. So, that's you want to know the other fun thing I did today? Uh, yeah. And because, by the way, we haven't talked today, really. I mean, we usually talk, like, our phone call every day. So, <laughs> this is our little phone call. We're excited so to see each other because we talk every day. But it's nice to see your face, by the way. You know how I have my obsession with my pretty belt buckle? Yes, I do. And I know you were looking on Etsy. Did you find one? It looks like it's a flapper. Pretty. What's in the, is it like a turquoise middle? Um, they're all just stones. I don't really know what they are. They can't be anything too fancy because it wasn't a fancy price tag. I mean, it wasn't $5, but it wasn't three figures. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm so excited when you're, um, it's one of those like slide. The, okay. So you'll put grommets in the belt, right? So I, you know, how all my belts have the fancy stuff and you had posted or your customer had posted that cute gingham belt. Yes. And turned his in today. He did. Huh? So uh, next week I'll have it finished to show. But anyway, go ahead. So yes. I yes, got really obsessed by it. So, but I do things backwards. I start with the buckle and then I'll well, buy the shoes first and then figure out the outfit. And I got the threads. Ooh. Gorgeous. So I'm yes. so excited to get your little gingham uh, chart. Yeah. So we did chart that. It was a little awkward because it's a diagonal. And it's like supposed to, it's like square diagonal. So it ends up not being exactly square. It's kind of funny when you look at it, but, um, yep. So we figured it out how to chart it. And then, um, we've been pulling some threads for people. So yeah, we're happy to do that. Yeah. So you're, I'll send that. It's a a complimentary chart. It wasn't my idea. I can't, I have to say it was Teddy who's our, um, customer and also our our pillow finisher. So it was his idea and, um, I helped him pull thread and we got to talking about it. And then, yeah, I'm not sure how, where. I guess I put, po- did I post that or repost his or something? 
Steve posted it and tagged you in it. And I was like, oh my God, I have to do that. And then I think we, you and I, or uh, Carrie and Sue Ann and I bullied you into like creating kits. So figuring out how to get it together. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really pretty. I'll post that, but I can't wait to see her. So what are you stitching it in silk or is that wool or what? Um, That's vineyard silk. I was going to look at maybe Bella Luso. I was going to maybe look at essentials. I hadn't quite decided that was that like I did just right before we got on the phone. Cause I just wanted to show you how excited I was about it. Yay, I love it. You know me. I love to spread the gingham love. I'm not even wearing any today though. What the heck? Well, I had to bring it right. up. Can't wear it every day. <laughs> I talk about it every day, but I can't wear it every day. So uh, yeah. well, good. Well, it's good to see you. I think that the last time at the cottage when we got together, I was shocked at how many people came into my shop and called me and said how much they loved like hearing us just chitter chatter about needlepoint. So yeah, I know. I've had a lot of sweet feedback too. So um, yeah, so we kind of decided that you and I should do this a little more regularly. Right. Just shoot the needlepoint breeze, right? Yeah, because there's <laughs> seems like there's always something to say about it. At least we I know. Well, around us does, but we do. <laughs> so everybody has probably now seen that the title of this episode is Gadgets and Gizmos, and um, we what we what happened was, if you remember, we were sitting in the I, I was sitting in the car in the driveway, like finishing a call with you, and we started talking about. I don't know, even know what the impetus was. Like I was saying, I use this, do you use that? Or do you sell that? And we kind of had this whole long conversation about gadgets and gizmos. And so we said, wait a minute, we should go live with this or at least go public with this conversation. Because I think that having the right tools for whatever it is that you do in your life, in our case, Needlepoint, having the right tools makes the process just so much more joyful. And there's always some little trick that will take the frustration out of whatever it is. So, and some of those tricks are super cheap and some of those tricks are Cadillacs and there's some things in between, but you know, there's lots of, like I show people things all day long that maybe are like $2. They're like, why have I not known about that? And I think you and I discovered things from each other too. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah. So my number one <gasps> last minute at the counter, it's like, oh my gosh, you have to have this. Do you want me to show you? Yeah, let's do. Nag Nabbit. Oh yeah. We have those too. This is what the package looks like. I brought it over. Actually, this one's empty because it was. And the name is just phenomenal. Snag Nabbit. Nabbit. <laughs> um, and I am almost done. I think I showed this when we talked last. I have only just a couple of little bits left. Hello. Yeah. Look at that. But I did all basket weave because, as I said, I needed like just relaxing meditation, easy, easy. But, and I've been doing some scooping. And as you know, with scooping, um, well, actually, this is going to segue nicely. I'm going to, I'm probably just going to steal the show for a minute because, yeah, go for it. Actually, three tools that I used really incessantly on this thing, like over and over. And I was like digging for it. So I try to keep a tool bag with stuff. I usually do canvas. Uh-huh. Too. <laughs> Great mind. Like said, we share a lot of information. I think that was your fir- first find. So thank you for that. Well, no problem. Yeah. So I like to use the canvas. I like to keep all my projects in the clear bags. I don't know why. I guess because I can see them. Yeah. I, I right here. here we go. Um, like this. Yeah. So you know what you're grabbing. Stack up of clear bag. Yeah, exactly. So 
Um, so I have down here at my feet, like all my clear bags, but I always to leave my tools in here because I feel like invariably the, the scissor will like pierce the, the vinyl bag or, and I don't love leaving my tools in the same place as my uh, needle point. Cause again, it'll stab something or it'll get lost or whatever. So anyway, so tool bag, tool bag. Yeah. Um, but in my tool bag for this particular piece, I kind of used three things. I, why don't I just demo them all at the same time? Because okay, I can go for it them at the same time. So um, these little things are so funny looking. Like I'm going to look like such a dork. Okay. By the way, I always get trouble for my friends. I already look like a huge dork because I'm needlepointing like at the pool and wherever. But I'm going to look even dorkier now. So just get ready. Do you realize how well they match your nails? Ooh, yeah, look at that. I went the really bright color at the salon the other day, and I kind of regretted it, but whatever, it's fun. So, Salon, salon. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Did you call it the nail salon? The nail? I said salon, salon, because I'm still not going to get my nails done. I'm doing them myself. Uh, well, my place is awesome. They have, like, they have um, these clear shower curtains between each pedicure right. pair, and they're all wearing masks, and they're even taking temperatures when you go in, and, you know very safe to me. So I've decided to just I'm sure it is. I just my thing. It's just my thing. I have to have my nails done. So anyway, sorry to digress. Um, so these are, I brought the package over to show, um, but these are by Loran, which I think is kind of a standard, like sewing notions company. Oh, I have a Loran item in my bag too. Nice. Good. So, so there's two sizes of those. Cause we I was just going to say, yeah. So tell us about that. So these come in small, medium, excuse me. Yes. Is that right? Extra small, small, and medium, large? Medium. I can look on my show. Right here in front of me, medium, large, but I pretty no, I, think it, I think you're right. It's small, medium, medium, and large. And then medium, large. Medium, right. It's like it's, they have two sizes instead of three. So once you take them out of the package, you can obviously see which one's the bigger one. Like, it's probably kind of hard for me to show, and mine are kind of mangled right now, but, like, this one is the bigger one. So... I use them on both my thumb. That is funny because it looks like they have little holes, but you can't really tell because my nail polish is the same color. <laughs> so do, um, you, do you have smallish hands or do you have bigger hands? You look like you have smaller hands in general. I think in the world, like among people, I might have smaller hands, but I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, so what, and what do you have the small medium? So I have the small medium. I like them to be pretty tight on my fingers, but they also stretch a little bit because they're silicone. And after a long time, you just have to replace them. But they're only five fifty retail. So let me ask another dumb question. Do you know what ring size you are? A seven. Oh, so actually, your hands aren't that tiny. Okay, I'm just trying to if, because people call us. Seven here, six, six here, because this you know how your right hand's usually bigger if your right hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people call us on the phone and they ask me all the time, like, what size silicone thimble should I get? Which size of the Loran sticky? Uh, see, I never, I never thought about how that would relate to ring size. Aren't you smart? See, we need to have those conversations. <laughs> I'm not sure it does. It seems like it should though. I mean, I think that's pretty smart, but isn't your index finger small, like bigger than your ring? I don't you know, know. Just in general, like if you had a four or a five, you'd have a teeny tiny hand. If you have a seven, you're kind of like a medium. If you have a nine or a 10, you have bigger hands, you know, so. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So back to this. So small and medium, the small one goes on your index finger, the medium goes on your thumb. And what I have found with this thing is when I'm pulling, like when I have the needle, can you see the needle? Mm -hmm. So I don't really even need to use the canvas for this, but 
what happens for me when I use these, so I have a, I get a lot of pain in my trigger right here, especially when I'm like just actually not as much with scooping, but more for push and pull, like regular push and pull. And it relieves some pressure here because first of all, you don't have to pinch so tight because it really just sort of grabs it. Like it, like it's grippy, I guess. Okay. But it gives you just enough of little extra space in there. Like they're, cause they're kind of like a little bit thick that I feel like my hand doesn't have to quite like be so ooh, like tight on the needle when I'm pulling through. So I, I usually, how I'm all like geared up here is I'm, I'm like a catcher. I've got all my equipment. Um, I usually have all three of these things on all at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a leather thimble. You know what you really need is one of those headgears, like, you know, the miners. Oh, I have it. I have it. Headlamp. And when my husband's like, turn off the lights, I want to watch a movie. And I'm like, fine. So then I have my headlamp. I have these. I usually have these. This is so on not tonight, honey. It's unbelievable. And I am just... I don't know how I can be, I'm just irresistible when I'm stitching, especially at night. Glasses, <laughs> headgear. Yeah, I should have done my headgear as my favorite thing. But anyway, back to this, Melissa. Focus. Sure. So when I'm um, scooping, I don't know if I can get this in here, but let me just, let's see, hold on really fast. When I'm scooping, I put um, my needle in here. This is hard to do like on the camera, but so I use this finger to push it through and then I grab it with these two and pull. Does that make sense? Do I need to do it again? Yeah. So let me ask you this. We have those little silicone thimbles like you recommended. So are those like kind of, pardon the terms, but is that like the poor man's version of what you're wearing, the leather? Could be. You know, I have one of those um, in my, I had that in a different bag because I was using these. But um, I would personally, I would use those little that silicone on here instead of the, the leather thimble. Yeah, that's what I mean. So the, the leather is like the Cadillac of the silicone one. I think so. And, and it's really not even that more. Well, I guess it. So the, this thing is 1050. Right. It comes in sizes too. It's like small, medium, large, I think. Um, I, think I'm have, I think I have the medium. Um, but And honestly, I'm not exactly sure. So this we get these from Ann Brinkley, who's just a sweet lady, and I probably should ask her sometime. I know, she's so nice. But I don't know if, in theory, this stretchy little, it's a little velvet stretchy part. I don't know if that's supposed to be here or if it's supposed to be on the back. But <laughs> it appears that I'm usually wearing it like this because do you see, like, it's all, like, marred on this side. So I'm usually, and probably because, I guess it's this way because then this protects more of your finger. Right, and then it's bendy. Because if you had that on the other side, it wouldn't bend as well, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think you're doing it right. So... Sexy, right here, right there. That's my, so leather thimble and silicone pullers. Love it. And then the snag nabbit, which I have here in my, so the snag nabbit, when you're doing, I don't know if you find this, but when you're um, doing uh, scooping, sometimes your tension isn't as good. So I'm trying to see here. I'm sure that there's some spots. So like here I see, you might not be able to pick this up, but right here, I've got a little bubble almost. That's like a little bubble. That's a great way to describe it. Yep. And it just needs a little extra help. So this snag nabbit is gritty here and smooth down here and it's pointing here. So it's sharp. It's a, it's a needle without a hole. Exactly. And well, then they've also routed or whatever they've done to make this almost like a drill bit. So then 
I put it right in the spot where I want to pull down that little thread and I just wipe it through and it's seriously magic. <laughs> I, so Kirsty and I, our finishing manager, I did, uh, did a class once and that was one of our like wow moments. And the other thing that I think it really helps with is I think newer stitchers have this habit of not trimming their threads super close yes. to the canvas because they're afraid they're going to cut their canvas, which I understand. So yes. that's their stitch, like little pops of the yep. threads come up and that'll pull, you can use that to pull those back down too. Yeah. And you know, I actually, when I'm, so I'm about done with this guy and I'll actually just kind of like go through it because sometimes you don't even notice that I think. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's that little bit of red shred kind of popping up in my green. And then, yeah, I just use this little guy and fix it instead of what I used to do, which I'm sure you too, either I would be using the eye end of my needle, like shushing, like the thing, like go back down in there if you do it 20 times. Or I'd rethread a needle and like pull it all the way through to try to grab the thing. And then I do it again because it never worked. You know, so, I mean, this thing is magical. It's what is it, like three bucks or something. Three fifty, three seventy five. And people come back and they're like, I lost it. Cause I will say it's not easy to keep track of. So if it's in your tool or I often, when I'm stitching, I will keep it on my bag. I would say I keep, um, I know you're not a big beater, but, um, and a lot of people have those magnetic needle cases. I don't have a magnetic needle case, but I have a beading case that has a magnet on the one side. So I keep oh. my out of my beading thing. But if you don't beat a lot, you wouldn't have a beading case to put it in. So. Are you trying to shame me? I feel like I Oh, but sometimes we need to talk about beading stuff, but that's another day, not today. I know. I'm a really good French knotter, and I feel like if I do French knots in Krynik, it's just... It is good. Half the time, I, I mean, <laughs> you either like it or you don't. Whatever. So I know. I'm trying. It's magnetic. It's a huge, huge win. For sure. Yes. I'm sorry. Thank you for bringing me back around because I was just feeling embarrassed about my lack of eating. So, and my earrings twisted up. Okay. So, anyway, silicone pullers, leather thimble, sexy night on the couch, and magnet is brilliant. So, yes. that's great. I stole the show, but it really kind of all worked together. So, well, I'll show you my, my Loran item since um, there's something in here. Where is that? Because I call it my Loran needle threader. So You don't notice that I'm toasting you. Oh, good job. Thank you. I have nothing as usual. Um, okay, where'd it go? It's in here somewhere. So it's one of those things that floats around. Okay, so we all, I think, own a needle threader of some sort. Most of us have this kind, which I love this kind. And I love use that kind. kind to thread. I tie Can it I ask you a quick question, though? Do you? ever use the large side of that like even on a size 20 needle it feels a little too big rarely do i so i almost feel like i should tie this in this hole because it gives yeah. me bridge just whatever. wondering if i was missing something about that little thing but that thing is brilliant and i don't know if everyone ties them to their scissors but i tell people yeah. all the time they come two to a pack this is not even what i'm talking about but i'm segueing i'm sorry okay. um i tell everyone you can either tie these to your needle or you cannot and come back and buy another two from me next week. It's up to you. You mean tie, you mean tie it to your scissor, right? Tie it to your scissors. Yes. Yes. Just to clarify, I was like, so people lose these all the time because these are not magnetic. They don't stick to anything. So I suggest tying to my needles. But there's another, another needle threader called this Loran. I don't know why it's not focusing. There we go. Okay. I hate that thing. Okay. Everyone hates this thing. Use it. I can't. People, I it gets stuck in my eye. It, I can't. Okay. So help, 
talk me into the hook. I'm not going to use this as a regular needle threader. I call okay. it my magic save. This is like the, the magic. This is like the snag nabbit, but for a different like screw up. Because there, there has to be a little tool to fix your screw ups. So okay. I'm really glad to see you're putting your glasses on too, because I'm way older than you, sweetheart. So, <laughs> no, you're I've been working on this guy, as you know. So then I was cruising along, and I wasn't paying attention, and my tail got super short. So see how this, this tail. Yes. Works. And I'm so, I'm so practical. I get my tails almost always like that. And then I'm like trying to like push my needle a little bit in there. Yeah. yeah. So you now it's so short, I can't even th really thread it very well. And then even once I thread it, it's not long enough. I'm trying to get the best. Needle. It's not long enough for me to then bury it. Right. That's right. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just left myself up a Creek. So I could, unstitch a bunch of stuff or well, why would you do that we never want to unstitch if we don't have to so <laughs> the alternative is and again i'm going to be like you trying to show people how to do no this. you're doing a good job i can see it yeah so i bury my needle first so like as if you were going to bury the thread with i'm going to bury my my needle unthreaded so i'm going to do that just on my own okay. view view so now i have my needle is buried in there see that Yep, I do. Then, but it's not threaded. Well, how are you going to thread the needle now? Now the, the needle's flush against the canvas. Well, so, I could tell you what I would do, but it sounds like you have a better plan. <laughs> so my little magic save, you slide your little hooky-do inside your needle, right? Yeah. And now wrap this guy around. It's, like, it's kind of like pulling somebody off stage with the hook. Now wrap that guy around the hook. So you just put it inside there. Yep. So now I've threaded my needle. So it's it's not the greatest needle threader normally, but ugh, sorry. Now I, now I over threaded it. There we go. So pull I put it on this one. like that. Yanker yanker through. So you just pull it through, and then it problem solved. Except I left so, it long there. All fixed. That is really smart. So I don't, like I said, I don't use it for a day-to-day -day needle threader. It's my magic save. This is like, oh, I botched something. Now I need to fix it. You um, know, that's brilliant because the only way I knew how to fix a tail like that, I had a customer once show me how you do a loop with thread. Which works as well. Yeah. And yeah, so then you, you would do exactly what you did, but thread the loop and then put the thing. But that actually is easier, I think, a lot easier. So this also works a lot in this. Um, I don't know if you have this happen, but I many times will have customers come in with a finished piece, everything's done, and they've left all their little knots around the edges. Yes, and so you, I say, have you, are, are you sure that those are covered and buried well? And they look at me, and they're like, mm, I'm not so sure. So you can cut off all those knots, and if you only have that much left to bury, this is going to stay. Fix them all. That no. is genius because, yeah, we get belts in for finishing like that, and Sweet Jim does not like the knots. Yeah, so this is, uh, I think, a dollar five, so or a dollar ninety-five, something like that, under two dollars. So that's one of my oh, favorite. Two dollar magic. Sign me up. Okay. So that's a an item as well. And so maybe instead of hating on those things now, I will grab one and put it in my toolbox and love them. I on. love them. I absolutely love them. But do you uh, understand what I mean about not being able to use that properly to thread a needle? I don't like it normally. It's too much. Man, like, you have to like, yeah, there's too much. Like, Thank you. I just wanted a little validation. But when you bury it this way, you have to have like funkiness going on. So this funky yeah. 
makes sense. That's great. And so do you just keep that loose in your little bag or do you tie that too sometimes? Um, generally, I just keep it loose because it's not like a regular needle threader like this guy that you're Oh, using. so you don't want it stuck to your scissors when you're trying to do that little. Because it's just something else in the way. You know, you want to be able to manipulate it more, I think. Yes. Yep. Like so, it. That's my favorite. Um, the little saver, that little thing. And honestly, that kind of is in the same vein as the snag nabbit because you're trying to fix all those ends. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Cool. I like. So what so, else do you have in your bag? Well, you know, this actually is a dangerous proposition, this guy, but I do love it. But I want like buyer beware. Okay. So I love these things. So this is, so my mom sewed and we all, we had seam rippers all over my house. Right. But they always, do you remember the ones that you had when you were younger and they would have that plastic lid on them and the plastic lid and always, always cracked. So then right. it like, didn't, so then my mom would just have these like things flying around her house and you're like stabbing yourself and they're terrible. This thing's amazing. I, you guys, you sell these, don't you? I do. I do. Bowen, gonna, which I just love Bowen. Yeah. I love Bowen products. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm scared of seeing her person. I think it's because no one in my family ever sewed. So I don't know how to use them right because there, you use them backwards from how I think it looks like you should, with that little red bubble. Does that one have the ball? I feel like you're supposed to be using the red bubble. Somehow I've used them backwards. I don't know. Maybe I'm a special case, but so um, why I love this thing is number one because it has a great. It has like a self enclosure, so it's not floating around your thing. Right. But every once in a while, you just need a seam ripper. And I, I, again, like I always caution new stitchers because you can truly ruin your canvas. Like you can be all the way done and ready to pull something out and just go, because these things are really sharp. Yeah. Um, so if I were going to pull something out, I would start on the back and I would just be very careful to grab, and I'm, I'm not going to do it because I don't really want to, but I would just be very careful. Do you see how, when I use it, I use it on its side. Oh. I don't want to go like this and go. Frip. So I want to do, I use it on its side. I, don't know if I have good. a dumb, I have a really dumb question. Yeah. Which part is sharp? I mean, obviously the tip is sharp, but where's sharp the, in the little hole there? It's a, there's a divot. Like it's here. Where's my, it's sharp. Okay. It's sharp inside the, yeah, like here, like exactly. What do you call that? Inside the thumb. What do you guys call that in Michigan? Inside the little thumb and. I'd call it a divot, but I don't know if that's right. Yeah, so it's sharp inside there. So the problem, this thing is sharp too, but what's great about this is just like, like I love the tulip needles because they're sharp on the ends. They're not, even their tapestry are a little sharp because you can really kind of grab the, like the stitch and try really hard just to get like one stitch. I will also say a little bit goes a long way. I don't know if you've ever, I mean, I'm sure you have, but people watching, if you've ever ripped a lot of basket weaver, really any. I've um, never had to take anything out. I'm a perfect <laughs> stitcher the first time, every time. Sure. <laughs> uh, but you only need one or two and then, and then that gets it going. You know, then you can very easily, I don't use this to keep ripping. I use this to get under that stitch and rip it. And then I use the eye end of my needle to pull everything else out so that I'm not, because again, if you rip this canvas, you're in trouble because there's not a great way to fix. Did you just say you use the eye end? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's really dull. This is like an aha moment for me. <laughs> really? 
oh my god I'm gonna teach Melissa um yeah yeah because the other end is sharp and you can you if you're using your the sharp end of your needle you can like pierce canvas threads you know so I and I feel like where's my needle I would just yeah you were with all your fancy equipment yeah that's right um yeah because the eye end of your needle it also is thicker it's like a spoon you know and then you can kind of like get in there use it use it eye open I guess and just interesting yeah how funny yeah I always use the eye end because I feel like the well again maybe it's because I use a lot of tulip and I feel like the tulip are a little sharper but even if you're like a, a size 24 needle user on 18 like those are pretty sharp and if you're doing this you're you're likely to you can rip your canvas with your the sharp end of your needle and and you can also like pierce the canvas threads and so yeah I always use the eye because I just feel like it's safer Oh, yay. Learn something new right now. Maybe it's also because I'm, maybe I'm clumsy. I don't know. But I just always try to protect myself from myself. <laughs> well, see, I won't use a seam ripper. I'm scared of them. But like I said, I didn't, you grew up with a mom who did a ton of sewing. So that was like just nothing to be scared of at your house. At my house, I'm like, what is this thing? Yeah, and I mean, I also, I think I learned how to be careful with it even in sewing. Because in sewing, I mean, you're using it to obviously pull out a line of stitching, but you're still not getting down in there because you can you can um your fabric. cut your fabric just as easily as you can cut yeah so anyway i always have one of these around and i don't know if i i don't know if i only use it for stitching i mean for ripping i'm trying to think if there's any other use for this guy um they come in a, really cute colors i can tell you that they're super cute in a pinch you can also cut your uh thread like if you're like oh where are my scissors they fell down the seat cushion you can just cut your thread right in there so just a little just a little, yeah, I like the purple and the teal. It also comes in what, like orange and pink. I think and, I see an orange one over there and I, yeah. there's a blue version of some sort. You see your price tag? Cause I walked, I just had this in my bag and I don't even, it doesn't have a price on it. Shoot. Are they like? Well, I thought we talked about that earlier. Maybe $8. Again, an under $10. Right. Do that. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Good. Okay. Let's see what else I got. Well, I have, I have three, kind of like you, I have three things that kind of go together. Cool. And if people have watched my unboxings, um, I've talked about these before and it's really funny because I unbox lots of fabulous things and mm -hmm. then I unbox things like this and people are all about <laughs> them. So funny. So I have. It was also news to me. I will tell you. Yeah, so these, um, I think you all carry similar things now after talking to me about them because you love them too. Um, so I do a lot of teaching at my shop and a lot of times people will want to make minor tweaks to their canvases and sometimes they're just like, eh, I don't just want to stitch over because I can't totally envision what it's going to look like. So um, I'll just grab this. So for instance, like maybe I might want to take Maisie out here and put you put on a 2020 dog. or something yeah I might want to put like her birth date or something whatever so I could take my magic pen and this is uh it's really a white corrector pen but um it has a very fine ah, why can't I get the camera to find it there we go there you go a very fine tip and I have had this this is my own I sell them in the shop I think I've had this for like eight years so it doesn't dry out like the only thing you have to do sometimes when you first open it, you've got to scribble it on a paper like you would with a pen just to keep huh? rolling. Because um, is it kind of like a little roller bar ball at yeah. the top? And it, so it's just being, yeah. So sometimes like when I get it, um, this is 
some packaging here. Like I just have to, you know, do one of do one of those numbers to get it rolling. Yep. Um, and then, and I'm not going to really use it because I don't want to change this. But it's basically like paint and a pen. So I could go over here and I could cover up M A I Z E Y. So then I had all white canvas to look at. And then if I wanted to put the date in, you can pencil it in and my most important takeaway for anyone who's watching is never, ever, 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 ever use a regular number two pencil. Because you and I, as shop owners, have both seen the dangers of that. It smears, it smudges. Even if you try to erase it, it doesn't really ever truly go away. And all your threads turn gray. It's a disaster. Yep. This is a special artist pencil. You can get it lots and lots of places. Um, but it's a number four hard pencil, so it doesn't smear. So I can draw on my canvas. Is it lighter than regular number two? Um, I think it shows, well, when I write on paper, yes, it is. But if I draw this line here and then I do this, see how it doesn't smear at all. It doesn't smear, yeah. Yep. Um, and then, so if I, I could draw in 2020, but if you get a super high quality eraser, this is again an artist's eraser, um, you can erase it. So if I did 2020 and I realized, oh, I didn't put enough space between the two and the zero, I could erase it and, and fix it. So these two things kind of go, actually almost these three things almost go hand in hand. Yeah, no kidding. So I'm liking this. The only question I have, and I just wonder, I'm not putting you on the spot, but um, so, okay, so let's say you use your um, pencil mm -hmm. to write something in. Well, will first of all, will the pencil write over top of the white pen? Yep. And then if a stitcher is trying to do a color, like, do you grab a marker at like, or an acrylic, do you like, can you color, like, do you ever put acrylic paint or like, what do we use? Like Marvy markers, like the acid free markers over top of that to. You could, I haven't really done that. I, cause this is a necessary. enough gray yeah. when you write with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like a lot of, we have a lot of canvases where my custom painter painted in like gray scale because it's yeah. gray kind of anything on top. Right, 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 right. So, um, I guess if you really wanted to spend that extra time, you could. I right. personally am a little lazy when it comes to stuff like that. If I can just get out my, you know, dark blue thread and stitch over it. I like the idea of that being sort of grayish because, like, right now I'm whiting something on a canvas to fix initials, and I'm kind of doing it in layers because there was, like, black paint, so that I'm doing the white. I'm using your corrector pen idea and uh, doing that and then kind of waiting and doing another layer to get rid of all the black. And then I'm, I'm actually contemplating, what do I do on top of that? Do, well, because she's using brown. I don't know. So anyway, that's why I'm asking. I'm specifically right. interested in that. But I think you're right. If you use your pencil and it's filling in gray enough, that the white then won't come show. Because it's always the white. It's that dandruffy look that right. everybody doesn't like. Yeah, so we're... I have, I also have, I don't have them right here. Um, I think a Amy at, uh, Amy Bunger at, in Memphis, um, why I'm, why am I forgetting the name of her shop? Amy's Golden Strand. There we Golden go. Strand. Yeah. She mm -hmm. recommends those Identa pens, but they're they're the same yes. as any like they're a Zig or um what's the one that like Marvie's one. Yeah, any of those that are truly acid free and truly uh, water resistant. Like, don't use a Sharpie. Sharpies can still run because they're they're water resistant. They're not permanent. So you want permanent. I mean, I knew not to use Sharpie, but I never knew why. Yeah. Other, like I remember sweet Kimberly Ann, who unfortunately, as we all know, is no longer around. Um, she uses, she would say she used Sharpies all the time and it never came back to haunt her. But I've heard from other people not to use a Sharpie. So I'm a rule follower. So I just go with 
the other. So anyway, here you go. Yeah, so that's great. So is that one, two, three? Is that is pencil, racial? Kind of three that kind of go together. And oh, the other thing that's in here. So I think I, I, I am a scissor junkie. So I showed these earlier. These are the Ginger limited edition scissors and I'm a fool and I get them for myself every year. Blah, blah, blah. So do I. I collect them. I know. I love them. But I'm terrible about keeping my scissors in one spot because it's probably a matter of me. If you saw all my, you saw all my projects from up north, like I have nine going at a time. So um, when I run out of my nice scissors, my nice scissors, mm -hmm. I get these super snips. I think you have these too, right? I love those. And do you want to know what I do with it? I put the little, sorry, how do I? Yeah. No, no, no. I put the, the loop of the scissor. Yeah. On and I, so I always have scissors with me. Ah. Because I'm the girl that will have, that I'll run out the door to go sit in the carpool line and I'll have my knitting, I'll have my, my knitting, what am I saying? My stitching. My needlepoint bag is what I was trying to say. Right. Um, I have scissors. So then I'll like get through and I'll be like, <sighs> I, and I can't, I'm, I'm not super, um, right. Like, uh, how do I say it? Like, I don't want to be disparaging, but like, I'm not super particular, but I hate having strings. In my <laughs> speak okay. Spaghetti. So anyway, I have those with me all the time and those are great for planes. They're great for trips. Yeah. So for those that don't know about them, the, the blade. Okay. So these are your typical three and a half inch. I think the gingers are three and a half inch. So these are super short. I'm trying to put them in front of me so you can see how short they are. Yeah, I can see it. An inch, right? And, but, and they're, I think 650, 675, something in there. like that. And then I always tell people they're not good for cutting a skein. Like you want to try to cut your skein. I mean, you can. But guess what? I do it. I mean, they're not, I, I would much rather have higher quality scissors, but for six bucks, these things are awesome. Yeah. And they are super sharp. I They are sharp enough that I have almost cut a canvas thread with them. So they're serious scissors. Like, don't take them lightly. Serious. Um, but they're great because I always figure what I always tell people is in terms of traveling, although we're not doing a lot of that, if the TSA guy takes my gingers, you know, they're 40 plus, I'm going to, like, probably want to stab him with them. Yeah. He takes my $6 scissors, which he shouldn't because these are so short. They're well within TSA guidelines. But the bottom line is the TSA guy wants to take your scissors. He's going to take your scissors. Yeah, that's right. If he takes the $6 pair of scissors, oh, well. Who no harm, no foul. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I like those. Our favorite. So, in the vein of scissors, so um, this is my last one, and that was actually a nice segue. Um, so, I first of all, I have to have the gingham. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why that made me laugh, but go ahead. Well, because it's just nonstop. It's like, it's nonstop with me in the game, so I get it. Um, but that has absolutely nothing to, well, it sort of does. So I, I have scissors like you, like in all my bags because, and I'm, I'm constantly losing them. They're in different, like I have just random ones. I just picked this up, um, but I'm always like, I'm always sticking them, you know, on my projects. Anyway, these are serrated. Do people say serrated or I think it's serrated but I don't know serrated serrated I will look it up and I will but for our purposes the serrated serrated scissors are what to use for your metallic so I will be honest I don't always cut every single metallic with my serrated scissors versus my gingers or whatever in truth I should because if you've got your as you said nice scissors 
the metallics are going to begin to dull them. And it's just annoying to have to get them sharpened. Um, but I keep it in defense of the gingham ribbon I, to remember which ones are serrated. They're really, I just put a big ribbon on them. So I just know which one are the serrated ones. These happen to be Premax. Yeah, Premax scissors. They're $23. Um, they're three and a half inch. Um, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about serrated, whether there's like, I'm sure there's like a Ginger serrated. I'm sure there's a, like a boatload of different serrated scissors. We just happen to have these. But my point is I always keep these around, particularly if I'm doing a project that has a lot of metallic. So like if you know that your project is going to have mostly metallic, then make sure you have your serrated scissors around. But like, I mean, I'm not going to kill myself to only cut my you know metallic with mine. But it's just, I just think it's a good idea. And um, I just like having a bow. And I have a pair too, but unfortunately they're buried in um, one of my projects and I couldn't quite find them. And I would show you the pair that I have, um, but we don't have any on the shelf. I actually have a waiting list of eight right now and expect to have more. So the pair that I love, I can't remember who makes, I'm embarrassed to say, but I get them through Prynik. And they're, from Prynik, I think there may be, they might be the Cadillac version of those, to be honest. Okay. They very well could be Premax, and I don't know offhand. They're like a, a pewtery, like brushed silver color. And I love the ones that it's kind of like a combination of two things you just talked about. I love the, these because they have a little curved tip mm -hmm. and they're serrated. In there. Yeah. What I should be using them for all the time is my metallics. But what I really use them for is that's what I use when I have to rip out a bunch of stuff. Oh, because yeah. We also have. Um curved scissors here yeah. in the they're curved and they're serrated and they're super sharp and they're hmm. expensive they're probably the most expensive scissors i sell except for the limited edition ones i think they're like 38 dollars maybe um but they if you're ripping stuff out they cut things out like butter they're awesome but yeah should be using them for as my metallics but i'm i think i alluded to the fact earlier i'm a little lazy about certain rules that well yeah i mean there's no reason to to beholden to rules but um no you just said you're a rule follower you're not lazy about rules i keep well, but you know sometimes <laughs> when, i guess when i don't fully like i don't know i i just I, when i sit down to stitch i just want to stitch and if i can't find my serrated scissors i'm not going to run around digging mm -hmm. for them i'm just going to use my other scissors yeah. and know that and don't you wish you had time to like really like put a project together, get all the threads, collect all of your tools and make sure you have it all nicely so that when you're ready to pick it up, but nobody has time for that. So I think what I mostly do is try to just keep a tool bag within like shooting distance of wherever I'm planning to stitch. Well, so the other thing that I always have, things that I need. and I don't know if you're as big of a fan of these as I am, but are you like, are you floss away bag for everything? It's funny. I am a floss away bag when I put the project away. So I'm a, I'm a stash floss away bag girl. Okay. So I use them for both. So here's a project that I recently finished. Oh, smart. So you do a project on a ring, which is what you're doing. Project on the ring. So I'm really good about what you just said, like collecting the project and putting it on bars and getting my threads all organized. Like I love that process. What I'm not good about is always having the tools at hand because even though I have my tool bag, sometimes the tool gets left in the project bag. So that's where right. it right. fails. Right. But I do this when I put my projects together. So, you know, here's my thread chronic, here's my vineyard silk. Yep. 
And technically, you can write on these. I don't write on them. I was just going to ask you if you did that. Yeah. No, because I'm really, you know, you know, I'm a huge recycler and reuse, reduce, recycle. So when this red runs out, I save the bag and I use it for whatever. Something else. Yeah. So I put them on this and this project's done. So now I'm a color sorter when it comes to how you sort your threads. You know, everyone, some people are a type, some people are color. I'm a color sorter. So I take this ring apart, you know, it just pops open, pull all this stuff off, and I yank all my reds, and my reds go in my little plastic storage container of all mm-hmm. the red threads. Mm-hmm. So I use it for the storage too, but I use it for the project first. Cool. Yeah, so. that's good. I, I wish I was more that way. I'm more of just to throw all the threads in the project bag. I feel like I'm doing good if everything's in the project bag. But then I curse myself because I'm like, ah, the Krynik's unspooling. Darn right. it. I would, you know, why don't I have it in the bag? Like, and maybe it's back to you not loving to bead. I really keep my beads in these because every now and then the top of the bead thing can come off. So oh my. Then you're in a real mess. You are corralled. You know? Yeah. So, true. True. Um, yeah. So I'm a big floss wife. So those are always in my tool bag. Um, yeah. So what yeah. else you got? Um, you know, I think those are kind of the major. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else I use. Well, one thing um, that I always have, and I always thought it was so silly, because you remember that the beginning of my stitching was uh, belts. Like, I stitched belts and belts and belts and belts. Everybody in my life has a belt. People I don't even know have belts because I stitched for them. Um, so I'm not sure. a gingham belt for me? What? You want to stitch my gingham belt for me? Uh, <laughs> if I had time, I would love to. But there's a really nice uh, stitching service that I know of that would probably do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we have we have stitchers here at the shop too. I'd be happy to sell you that service. We'll no, see. that's okay. I'll I'll stitch my own. I was just asking in case I needed another belt. No, I you know I would love to stitch you a belt. But that was before I had kids. It was before I owned a shop. It was you know all those things. Um, but anyway, I never understood the fuss over needle minders. I'll be honest. Like I was really late to the needle minder. Um, like games. so many and now i have tons of them including but not limited to hold on oh i have this all set but i have to this on it's okay ready ready one two three go can you see it yes i can can you see mine yay because <laughs> our sweet friend angie sent us both one she yeah. a little present and then we said well, that's brilliant. Why don't we have more made, right? Because they're so cute. So I've had lots of people ask about them. So I'm so, I know you took care of ordering them for us. So I can't wait to receive them. We did. They are on order and we'll get those. But um, here's the point of my needle minder kind of bit is, um, sorry, why am I bringing up threading this needle? I'm being silly. Um, oh, I forgot. I do have one other thing sitting here. I'm a mess today. Um, why I love needle minders so much is and only is if they have the really strong neodymium, I think that's how you say it, magnets, the like, so strong I can like, you know, like my... We heard a clip, right. Yeah, I mean, it's serious. And I didn't realize that until I got a little too far into the needle minder game. And uh, I mean, it's fun to have minders that match and it's cute and whatever, but unless you've got these really strong magnets, it's just not worth it in my opinion. I mean, I, I stick everything, the snag nabbit, the, I'll be known to have a canvas that has like four magnets, one with my scissors, one with my right. scissors, one with my needle, one with my uh, laying tool, which I can talk about. Okay. But um, 
yeah, so I love, um, I love a good, strong needle liner. So, um, and Kirkland Design Studio, who you were alluding to, um, Angie, she uses only those super strong magnets. So I've become highly addicted to hers. In fact, I think that's the only ones I've got one of her. Um, I have her monogrammed ones too. Monogram one. We sell hers. Um, the uh, accoutrements magnets are awesome too. They have really strong magnets. Uh, the Big Buddies from the Meredith collection are awesome. Um, we have three I carry. Other than I do, I do carry some of those plain, just the, the magnet part of Angie's, like plain yeah. vanilla, you know, we used to get two for, two for five bucks. Yeah. We used to get these tiny little square ones. I don't, I think that we can't find these anymore where whoever our source was for those. Um, but we just get the circle, the little circle dots. Yeah. Um, so we usually have those in stock. There's a few other vendors that I have that are have like kind of here and there, but I will tell you the first thing I ask is, do you use the, the neodymium? I, I think I'm saying that right. I, the, well, good for you. Cause I usually say, do they actually work? Like I didn't know the technical term, but as soon as you said, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. Craft magnets are different from the super strong magnets. There's a definite difference. So yeah, I always ask before I bring in any minders like that. So, so. is that the same as an earth magnet? I think that is. Okay. I, and it, it might be kind of like Kleenex, like tissue and puffs and Kleenex, whatever, to tissue. Facial tissue and Kleenex is neodymium and earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's- I always ask if they're earth magnets. So I, guess I could be wrong, but I think that's, I think, but anyway. But the other thing that I have sitting here in my bag that it rolled down to the bottom and, and I didn't see it when um, I shouldn't because it's sharp is um, if I use a laying tool, I love the BLT. This is the um, this is the BLT, which always cracked me up when I first learned about it. But the best laying tool. So do you, do you want a little fun fact? Whose name's on there? Rainbow Gallery. What's the I other? I thought, and maybe I'm confused, I thought that that was Shea Pendre's at one point. Is that right or not right? I don't know who that is. She used to have like a craft show on TV. She owned- um, that on PBS? With, with uh, Ross? It, it probably was. Like she's an older gal, um, although she came into my shop a couple weeks ago. And maybe I should say a couple weeks ago, it was probably right before our shutdown. And she lives in the Detroit area and she used to have a oh short store in Dearborn. And little did I know she owned my shop for a short period of time. Oh, how cool. But I think that's her, like her original BLT that she, created. you know, you know, who would know? And it just popped into my head. Sally London would know. Of course she would. Sally knows everything. Oh, gallery. We have got to get Sally London on the podcast. She She's my gal there. That would be fun. Anyway, so I get these from Rainbow Gallery, which is why we say Sally. Sally's at Rainbow Gallery. And um, she would surely know the story yeah. of BLT. But I love this thing. Um, I know I don't want to go down a rabbit hole because we really should do an entire uh, episode about Lang Tools because I think it's kind of this. Because um, Tony Maneri would be proud of us. Does Tony love laying tools? I, oh, he won't even let you in a room if you don't own one. I mean, I'm being a little facetious, but yeah, he he's a yeah. huge fan of laying tool. And, you know, I think that we, um, our customer base is like probably, I don't know if it's half and half, half the people use regularly use laying tools and the other half either haven't ever heard of one or don't want to use one or just use a needle or whatever. Um, but I like it for a lot of reasons. But why I love this is because it is magnetic. So as nice. I, yep. Onto your magnetic it sticks goes. to my 
Um, and it's, I, I don't know what I like about it the most. I think it has weight. So I hold it kind of, I guess I, yeah, I hold it like, I guess like this and it kind of like, it just sort of sits in that little cradle of my hand. Um, well, let's, let's back up for a second because I think it's important for any newer stitchers to be like, what is that? And why would I have it? I, and I think it's oh. fair to say, if you're not a ribbon user and you're not a stranded thread user, you probably don't need a laying tool. Do you think that's an accurate statement? I think that's, I think that's right. right. Although we have people who use it for any of the ribbon style threads. So like some people use it for, oh, okay. some people use it for Nan Rays Plus or Fireworks or any of those. It's one six with Krynik. I had not uh, that. Yeah. Huh? I hadn't thought about the, those kind of things. Some people do. I'm not, um, I am not that fancy. I, I manipulate those kind of threads just with my fingers. Like to me, that's my rationalization for getting a decent manicure because <laughs> with like neon raised plus and chronic, if you fuddle with it enough with your fingers, you can make them lay flat over your canvas threads, but um, uh, a little harder so, to do stranded thread. So I'm going to do this for a second. I don't know. How does that work? Does that work? Okay. Yeah. Do you at all what I'm doing? Yep. Yep. So, um, the reason to use this is when you're using stranded threads. So I'm using three strands of Planet Earth silk, um, and I'm doing, I don't know if you can even see this very well. Yep, yep. Um, I am doing a giant brick stitch. And um, so I, can you see that? I kind of just, I don't, I'm not as, probably as well trained as some others, but I use it to just make sure that my thread is gonna lay smoothly. And um, if you, if you see, brick stitch looks to me way different in a stranded thread. I don't know if you can get it. Is, is that focusing at all? Uh, yes, except for it's focusing on the part you haven't stitched. Oh, move there this way. Go. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm always amazed at the difference between what using a laying tool and stranded threads does to a stitch versus just using, like, if I were using pepper pot or vineyard silk or... right number of other one strand threads for brick stitch so um make some lay down side by side right pardon me make some lay down side by side like nice little yeah it kind of lays them nice and soft and it makes it gives a very smooth and kind of more <laughs> manicured <laughs> we've talked about manicured a lot appearance i just think it's kind of cool um and it's not scary at first i was like oh i can't use a lang tool it comes after you use it a few times it comes very naturally when I can't find this, I just grab like a, usually a size 20 needle works okay, I think too. Again, I use the IN because evidently I'm crazy and I use my needles wrong. <laughs> great. That's great. Um, but yeah, so that that's another thing that I have at hand. But just like the serrated scissors, it only makes an appearance when I'm doing a project that really requires it. I mean, well, and I guess same with all these tools, to be frank. I mean, you alluded to that at the beginning of this. I think you're right, you know. Um, a lot of us can't do good carpentry work just because we don't have number one, maybe the skills, but number two, we don't have all the right stuff. Like, right. you know, I mean, you have to have the right stuff to do a good job with what you're doing. So. Well, and to take the frustration out, this is all supposed to be fun. So if it's not, yeah. you know, yeah. And yeah. And you know, what's always, um, how do they say that? What's, what's that? What's good for the goose is not always good for the gander. So maybe other people like different kinds of laying tools. Other people are like, I hate those silicone things. Other people, you know. This is just what works for me and what I find to be useful. Well, I have I have one of other kind of um, 
I want to say subject area. So I know okay. you know this about me. Um, and I, and it's really funny because when I was younger, I never told anyone that I was almost blind in one eye. Cause I, Oh my God. Yes, 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 really yes. Like, like that was so weird. And when I was uh, in elementary school and middle school, I didn't want anyone to know, but so you yeah. need to say that again, because I don't, I think I've mentioned this before. Melissa is blind, almost blind or completely blind in one eye. Um, I'm considered legally blind in my right eye. Like I have no peripheral vision. I can't tell you which way the E points on the board at the doctor's office. I just. Unbelievable to me that you are such a beautiful sticker and do such fine work. And you. Well, the bonus for me is I've never known anything different. You know, I was born that way. So it's like, whatever, you know, two eyes would probably throw me for a major curveball if I (laughs) only came back, you know? So (laughs) I take very, very good care of my one eye. So, um, most people that I've had come in that are older, I shouldn't say older, but I have many people come in and say, Oh, like I can't stitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't stitch. Um, you know, I, I don't see well enough anymore. And I always say better light, better glasses. And yes. most eye doctors, and I have two very good clients, customers that are eye doctors. They will tell you the better light is the first way to go. Oh boy, here we go. Everybody get ready. Melissa's going to get First of all, no, I, um, you know, I'm just giving you trouble. You're exactly right. And you forced me to buy one too. So, so, these, so we're going to start with glasses. Okay. Glasses. Um, if you already wear reading glasses, like let's say you wear a 2.0 ish or whatever, you'll want to go up 0.5 to stitch with. And that's what eye doctors have told me. So like these are Wait. one. These are 1.5. So if you are like just starting to need reading glasses and you wear ones to like read the medicine bottles with, you might want to buy yourself a pair of 1.5s. So go up 0.5 from your regular thing just to use for stitching. Don't use them for anything else, just for your stitching because it's such a fine thing. So Mm -hmm. I've been told that. Um, I also, and I think I brought you a pair when we were um, up north. Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So these are my... Shades, but they actually have bifocals in them, which you can barely see. So, um, in the days of yore, I used to put on these glasses and (laughs) put my sunglasses on and stack these on and completely embarrass my kids at the school at the pool. So now I wear these at the pool. So my kids aren't old enough to be embarrassed yet. But do you remember what I looked like earlier? Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get there soon, sweetheart. (laughs) um, That's kind of my my mystery thing that people don't know about. Yeah, that's cool. I did not know that. I really didn't. Um, uh, and then for lights, lights are all over the place. And yes, you were teasing me about my Stella. So I will talk about those because that's the Cadillac. But not all of us want to invest in the Cadillac. So I think you have a lot of these lights. So this one is um, a touch lamp and it has a nice little goose neck on it. And it has 14 LED lights. Yeah, 14 LED lights. And this is battery powered and the battery lasts forever, but USB powered. It, it's USB and battery. I'm going to run for one second. Hold but, on. Yeah. But oh. it goes with the other one too. Cause I know where oh. you're going to go with it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. But this one is battery powered and I love this light, but the battery, you know, back to reduce, recycle, whatever batteries aren't really to 2020, but so that's for if you're sitting at a table, because that's a tabletop little light, right? Yeah. So it stands on the table. I've used this on multiple airplanes, whatever. This is great. Oh, on the tray table, yeah. Yeah, because cool. the battery never dies, lasts forever. 
Um, and that was before you clued me in about how to solve this other problem, but we'll get to that. So then I also have this lamp, which will clip onto the frame. So this little part, it can yep. stand, yep. Um, but it clips onto your frame. So yeah, we sell that too. Yeah. Yep. So I yep. love this, but what I don't like, and this one is rechargeable or it has a plug to a USB, I think. Mm -hmm. well, it's yes. rechargeable, which I love because there's no cord. It clips on. It's great. But I think it only stays charged for like two or three hours. So like we do our Stitch Club Detroit and by the end of the night, it's like, boop. but then you help solve that problem. So I don't know if you have that little doohickey handy. Can I get it? Do you have one? Can you reach here? Right here. Um, oh, you know what? I have one in my bag because I'm so smart. Good for you. I should. So um, not too long ago. So I, you all probably know that I had a life before. Well, a, a, a career, I guess I will say, uh, before the needlepoint shop. Uh, wasn't a life. I didn't mean to say that. Um, I'm going to be the runner today. Okay. Um, but I had a, I worked for a university and I worked in universities for 15 years and then I um, bought the shop, whatever. But I made this um, great guy friend at the most recent university that I worked for. And he is super clever, super smart, very techie. And he started this company called Busa. Um, Busa is basically just an on-the-go charger. Um, and uh, yep, show them the so the so it's it's got two ports, two USB ports, and it's got. Um, let me think about this. The it's, middle port is for to the wall to charge it, right? But that was on the side. Oh, sorry. Yep, there it is. So what's that one for? I think about this for a minute. Oh, like if you wanted to plug in your computer or your iPad or um, you, okay. right? So like your, your, your computer could be plugged you in. charge your phone. That's how dorky we are. We don't have this together. Yeah. And then this is how you. the light has a different little thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can get these at Walmart. You can get these at Target, at Amazon, blah, blah, blah. But what I love about this one is it's, uh, I, and I know you're not a local St. Louisan, but it's my pal here in St. Louis. It's his company. And so, um, Supporting I, a little guy. I'm sorry. Supporting a little guy, not so yeah, and a really nice guy. He's, you know, two kids, high school kids and just a really nice guy. And he started this company. Um, and I haven't talked to him recently. I hope he's still sourcing them, but we have, a, we have several on the shelf here. Um, but we, we partner sell these items. So the, the, um, the uh, light, the light, the two lights that Melissa just showed. We always suggest if you don't have a charger, or excuse me, uh, a reach, uh, a battery. A, oh my gosh, okay. a battery. Um, then we suggest getting that. And like I said, it's you can get them anywhere, but we find these to work really well. Um, I know some have better reviews than others. And anyway, so we love it. And so then I put him in touch with, I don't know, a handful of other shop owners. Um, and if anybody else is interested, I'd be happy to, to help you um, meet Chris. But um, so I think. Five or four or five of us are carrying these in our shops now. So, well, the nice thing we used them when when we had all could have lives and went to like Stitch yes. Club, Stitch Club Detroit. We went to this little local bar by us. Yep. And um, with the dual ports, I'd have my lamp plugged in, my phone plugged in, so I could look up stitches and you know. Yep. So. That's another thing I love about it. It has the two ports, so it's great. Um, you said something else. Oh, we actually use them here in the shop too. Um, I buy these little task lights from Ikea, um, and they're great little task lights that we use here in the shop. I don't, I don't think they're quite as bright. I probably, frankly, should just open up some of those tabletop lights that you were just selling and use those right. here. Um, I just, 
thought it was an idea to have them here and use them. So um, anyway, so the point is we use them here in the shop to run um, battery op uh, USB operated lights. So. But I think they're, they're amazing lights. So the this one is this the one that's battery powered is twenty four dollars. Yeah, they're really reasonably priced. Yeah, yeah. The, so these are great on the go. Great if you don't have a huge budget. I don't can't find a price tag. I want to say this one is like thirty two. I feel like this right one around is that because mm -hmm. I think with the Busa, they're both. It's like isn't the Busa like thirty bucks or something? The Busa I have thirty two at my. End. Yeah, you don't have to pay for shipping, so yours might be a little less. Something, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, mine get hand delivered, but. Um, but um, so it's, I want to say it's like under $75 to have the, the portable light and the battery packed together. So, um, yeah. And so then if, you know, you are blind in one eye or afraid you're going to become blind by, by stitching so much, um, I am. Or you're just kind of sassy and you have your whole setup in your living room like I do. <laughs> I love my Stella lights. So we have the floor version, which I think I show off quite often. And I love That's the it. one I have at home. This mm -hmm. thing bends every which way. It can get super tall. It can go low enough to be like right over my work right here. But if you are working at a couch that's taller or whatever, like it, it expands. You can make this like six feet tall. Like it gets super mm -hmm. tall. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also the task one. I have to say, I usually tell people like, yes, I sell this one. I sell it in white and black. Um, it goes on a table. It is less expensive, you know, the floor version is a lot more expensive. The quality of light's the same, but the difference is with this one, your light's coming from the side. Oh. With this one, it's from, from above. So mm -hmm. like my customers had this and she kept noticing that the left-hand side of her work was great and the right-hand side of her work, she was missing stitches. Really? That's so funny. <laughs> how she was set up. So she ended up taking this one up to um, her mom's house where she spent a lot of time because she was taking care of her mother um, and then getting a floor lamp for herself at home. Um, so they are, um, Stella's still honoring that whole deal that we're having um, at the beginning of the year through the end of 2020 now. So I can sell those to people for a drastic discount. Uh, ten, it's 10% off and free dropship. So that's still going on through the end of the year. So. And I can sell them too, but it's really Melissa's thing. So I just let her. They, they, I mean, so if somebody you know, says I want to sell it. I'm like, come Elizabeth McLeod. She's all I, I think they must love me because I, and everyone who gets some raves about them, it's not like they're like, oh God, I fell into this like sucker sale. I mean, I had, oh, they're great had, lights. I had a gal who bought one call me this week and she bought two more. I don't know what she's doing with them all. Wait, wait enough, you can carry them all around your house. Like, I don't really understand why she needs three, but. Treat yourself, girl. She's treating herself. I know. So it's yay. But that's how well, good yeah. that she would do. What I have, so I went ahead and um, I did the Stella Light too, just mostly by your recommendation. Um, but so I have one. But the other thing that I have in my living room, my husband like seriously thinks I'm crazy, but um, it's like an operating room in our, our living room. But uh, when, when we actually have guests, which we haven't for so long, I actually put things away. But um, yeah, Jeff, right? What? You, you stash things when people come over, but they're very stashable because they're movable. So what I love and what I couldn't live without. So I have to say, I there we have another light that we sell here that I love. That's a floor light that works well for me too. Um, but what I could not live without is this floor sand. And I don't know, again, if you guys are going to be able to get a very good look at this. Well, you can um, pick it up because it's so lightweight. Well, yeah, it is. It's a, it's this, it's the um, system four. 
it's it's the exclusive stand that we sell because we just love it so much We're the same way I, I, it's the only one we sell as well there's a lot of people out there who sell multiples in their store or they have people that like different ones but i just don't mess with it because we've had no trouble at all with these. um so i have this um this is called the travel meet and it folds down um, which is why i like it for my house because it can fold down and slide underneath the sofa or it can fold down and go under a bed or whatever um, but it's also um, travelable. And do you know what I haven't bought yet? And I need to call them, but I just haven't had time. They're selling the bags now, the travel bags. Did you buy some yet? I did not, um, mainly because no one's traveling right now. But it's on the well, list yeah. for when the world opens up, because they started selling those just about the time that everyone started yeah. staying home. So. But I think it would be nice even just to have it, like, to take when, you know, if, when you go up north or whatever, just to, you know. But um, so these are not cheap dates. So you buy... What's cool about them is you buy the this, this stand part. There's also a tabletop, which I own, but I don't use it near as much as I use the... the Guess the, what? I use my lap stand all the time, all the time and don't use the floor stand as much. That's yeah, funny. But I like I, to sit at a table. That's why. See, I'm not a table sitter. I'm a, I'm like a... Sorry, like I'm trying to rearrange it. But um, I, uh, I don't know why. I just feel more in control or something when it's on the floor. I don't know. I just really like it. So... You have you buy this clamp, and then um, you buy either the the floor or the lap or both, and then you can transfer the the clamp. Again, some people treat themselves to a couple clamps so that they don't have to move. Um, you know. The clamp's the expensive part, really. I mean, they're, it's all expensive, but the clamp is more expensive than the rest of it. So if you can share the clamp between the lap stand and the yeah. floor stand, you're, it's a substantial saving. Exactly. The beauty of this is this clamp is amazing. It's really tight. Um, and they stand by it too. So if it loosens up, you just send it back to them and they'll tighten it up and fix it up for you. Um, but what's the cool beauty of both System 4 and Stella is their customer service and their, like they realize that this is an investment in our stitching and they stand behind it. I agree. Them. And they're easy to cut, they're easy to reach and they're just really nice. I think. After you own a Stella, can't you? I mean, we can reach out to them for you, but isn't there just a customer line that you can call if you have trouble with? Yeah, so um, I sometimes forget what it's like to be a customer and not like, you know, anyway. So, um, so yeah, so I love this thing because it, it's like, you, if you want to bury your thread, you can flip it around, you can adjust it um, up and down like this. You and you can use it where it's in front of you or where it's on the side of you, depending side, on where sit up it set up. It, it tips this way, it tips this way, and you're right. Like you could set it like this and just that way. move your um, yep. this way. I've even like in a precarious like situation. I've even like done it on the corner. Like if there's something I'm like trying to, you know, that I feel like I just need to. And you know, so I was telling someone the other day. She's like, "I don't do French knots," and I'm like, "Well, do you use a frame?" and this is the reason to use a frame is if you're trying to do stitches, if you're trying to um, learn new stitches because you want to have both hands available. So um, we are a no judgment stitching zone here. So you don't have to use stitches. You don't have to use fancy thread. You don't have to do anything, but there are sometimes reasons why to do some things. Well, and when I, when I saw you up North the second day, I proved why maybe sometimes it's appropriate to have a, your stuff on a frame because remember when I said <laughs> yeah. so so what I what I'm alluding to is I told Megan I haven't been stitching on a frame and it's all been great but then I did a whole section of French knots 
did the French gnats on top that you stabbed your leg. And I had like a circle of like little red polka dots that lasted, it only lasted like two or three days, but I'm like, oh, I guess that's what sometimes you really should make the effort to put it on a ring. It worked. I'm impressed that you were able to do French knots, like balancing your canvas and using both hands. You're a lot more talented. And and your thigh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, evidently you also used your leg to do your French knots. Um, Oh gosh. Okay. I I think I've covered most of my favorite things. I'm just double checking my list. Yeah. I think uh, those are kind of some of my wins. So I've learned a lot from you today. I know that. Well, I've learned a lot from you too. I always learn a lot from you and we should, um, I hope people find this interesting. I think, you know, we, maybe, um, we didn't really discuss this. Maybe we should do like a, like a special, like if you call me, I can gather up my things and put them all in my bag or a little stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I know our bigger stuff. I know Stella will drop ship. And did you tell me that, um, system four? System four. doesn't usually but in the normal just i think because of i don't know i don't state know why. World right now i think that they oh, but because of the state of the world they were happy to do it during when i was here by myself so um i can give them a call i probably should have done that i'm sorry Our shop i think they will though i think they but, will yeah i could give her a call and just let her know that we might we would be calling her for some orders and um yeah so it, it, as per usual we are open we try really hard to work on our communication and be sure to watch our emails and our DMs and our whatever FMs and PMs and <laughs> well, so we're just getting where did I put mine? I lost it. We are both just about to get our our pointing it out needle miner. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that we should both put together, like you were saying, a little a little kit of like our favorite tools and you know just the inexpensive ones. And no one's been able to purchase these pointing it out. So maybe we should save them exclusively for our little kits. That's an idea for a while. Yeah. Let's do that for a little bit. I like that. Yeah. Maybe, what are we, maybe for the month of August or so? What, are we almost in August? Uh, yeah. So yeah, as, soon as, get, as soon as we get the magnets, let's do it. Yeah. And so um, be sure to be following us on Instagram following us uh uh we, we didn't do what we were supposed to be doing at the beginning is encouraging everyone to subscribe yes. so when you go to youtube there's a button that says subscribe subscribe to the podcast it's um not hard and you i think the only thing you're going to get is an email that says that we have posted a video um, and so you'll begin you beginning you will begin to get the messages when we post podcast but that helps other stitchers find us because like, those who know about us know about us, but those other stitchers don't. So then if they go onto YouTube and search stitching or needlepoint or whatever keyword they choose, then our podcast will pop up, but only if we have enough subscribers. So we do, that's why it really helps us. And I don't know. If yeah. We, yeah. I don't, I've done a very good job of making that clear. So thank you for reminding me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. My, my employees, I said, just, Hey, have you subscribed to the podcast? And one of my employees who's really tech savvy was like, uh, no, why would I do that? And I was like, goofball. <laughs> Cause she's like, I just go and I find your podcast every week. And I'm like, subscribe for me. Would you? So yeah. I think it's, um, share the love. That's exactly right. So I don't think I have anything else to share. We're it's starting to get dark here. How long have we probably been on here? Right now? I'm a little scared. So we'll see. We'll probably have average viewership 15 minutes. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys, but I hope you found this useful. And um, as always, happy stitching. And um, we'll be back with you soon in another week, right? Yeah, I've got my, I have my guest planned for next Saturday. So Ooh, I'm excited. You know, soon. So, okay. Good to see okay. you in here. See you soon. You too. Putting It Out podcast is a part of the ACAST Creator Network. For more information, please visit us on Instagram at Pointing It Out Podcast or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pointing It Out Podcast. Shop online at Needlepoint Clubhouse by visiting stlneedlepoint.com and follow us on Instagram at stlneedlepoint. And visit the Wool and the Floss online shop at woolfloss.com and follow at Wool and the Floss on Instagram as well.